Brothers and sisters in Christ, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Um, I am currently in prayer for you. My heart is with you um, as I am sitting with our Lord right now in the company of the Blessed Sacrament. I, um, I cannot imagine, I, I can't imagine what you're going through, um, not having access to Jesus um, in his sacramental presence in this season of Lent right now. I can't imagine what you're going through, uh, but I do want to encourage you to, to bring your thoughts and your feelings and your desires to Jesus in prayer, to acknowledge every single thought, every single feeling, and every single desire, and to relate it to God, and then to go with him in the word inscribed, the sacred scriptures, to receive a message from him. And then respond. Respond to that message in your walk toward becoming the particular saint that God is calling you to be. So this morning as I've been praying, I've been drawn to a passage from the Gospel of John from my Lexio Divina. And remember, Lexio Divina has four traditional steps. I like to add the fifth step. The four steps are reading what does the text say in and of itself, meditating what does the text say to me, praying, having a conversation with Jesus about what the text says to me, contemplating, um, sitting in the presence of the love of my life. And then I had the fifth step of a resolution, which is to come up with a concrete action based on my time reading and meditating, praying and contemplating. So I'm going to read you the passage from the word of God, from the gospel of Matthew, uh, chapter nine, verses 14 and 15. The sacred text says this, Then the disciples of John approached him and said, Why do we and the Pharisees fast much, but your disciples do not fast? Jesus answered them, Can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. So that's the first thing. We just read what the text said, that the disciples of John approached Jesus. They asked him about fasting, and Jesus said that the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away, and then they will fast. Um, Jesus is the bridegroom. Jesus Christ is our bridegroom. This right here, what it says to me in my meditation, is that he was hinting to them at his passion. Because what happened at his passion? Well, at, well, during his passion and death, the disciples did not have access to the body and blood of Jesus as they once had before. And so the day came for them to fast because they did not have access to their bridegroom and his body and his blood. What this says to me is that what many Catholics around the world are experiencing right now is not something that has not happened in salvation history to disciples of Jesus, to intentional disciples of Jesus Christ. And so, because we are members of the body of Christ, we are invited to lean on other members of the body of Christ during this time and ask them for their wisdom. How did they respond? How did they pray? And how did they fast whenever they did not have access to the bridegroom in his body and in his blood? Like so many of us don't have access to his sacramental presence of the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist and Holy Communion right now. You know, the greatest saint in salvation history 
went without access to the body and the blood of Jesus. The greatest saint is the Blessed Virgin Mary. She is the only disciple of Jesus Christ who was with him through everything in good times and bad. She was with him from the beginning to the end. She was with him whenever he was born in the cave. She was with him whenever he did his his first public miracle at the wedding of Cana. She was with him whenever everyone was following Jesus, and she was with him whenever everyone hated him. Other people came and gone. The disciples were with him, but they left. He told them, you're all going to abandon me, and they did abandon him. But the, the one who did not abandon him was Mary. Mary was there for his passion and for his death. Mary was there whenever he resurrected and whenever he ascended into heaven. Mary was there. Mary was always there. So how did she pray and how did she fast whenever she did not have access to her son's body and blood? We're invited to lean into deeper relationship with her the way John did. John leaned into Mary whenever he did not have access to Jesus' body and blood. He took Mary into his home. That's the disciple who took Mary into his home. He took Mary and he leaned on Mary and he asked Mary to share with him stories of Jesus, to pray with him and to teach him how to pray and to teach him how to fast in that season of not having access. There were so many saints who preceded us in our walk toward eternity who we are now invited to lean on and to ask them to teach us how to pray and to teach us how to fast and to teach us how to share our thoughts and feelings and desires with Jesus. The Council of Trent, a number of years ago, it did not give access to priests who would travel um, in the transatlantic and, 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 and on, on, on the waters, the dangerous waters. They weren't allowed access as missionaries to celebrate Mass on, on boats because of a fear that they could potentially spill the precious blood of Jesus Christ. So like there are like priests who did not celebrate Mass for weeks at a time whenever they would travel to share the gospel, to go out and to make disciples of Jesus Christ doing the work of God, yet on their way to do the work of God, they had, had to go without access to his sacramental presence. How did they pray and fast during that season? Now is the time for us to lean into a relationship with those members of the body of Christ and to ask, ask them, like, what did it do for their hearts? How did it increase their longing to never want to miss Mass again, to recognize the privilege, the privilege that we have in the sacraments? the access that we have typically on a daily basis that now many Catholics around the world don't have, haven't had for days, for weeks, may go without for a month, who knows for how much longer. Now is the time for us to lean into relationship with our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ, in the mystical body of Christ, and ask them. That's, that's what my meditation draws me to reflect on, is that like God is calling us to fast and to pray and to give alms during this Lenten season, and to lean into relationship with other members of the body. That's what it says to me, because uh, now we are in the, those days, again, where many of our brothers and sisters do not have access to the, to the sacramental presence of Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's painful, it's painful, but the Lord is inviting us to pray and to fast and to give alms. So now I pray, Jesus I love you so much, and I am so grateful. I am so, so grateful for your gift of the body of Christ, the mystical body of Christ. My brothers and sisters 
who maybe I have ignored and maybe I haven't leaned into a relationship with for whatever reason, but now is a time, Jesus, where I can lean into a relationship with them and I can ask them to help me to, to accompany my people in this season where they will not have access because of the coronavirus. They will not have access to your presence, your sacrament of presence in Holy Communion. Lord, I, I, I pray that this becomes a season for my people to thirst for you like never before, to long for you, to ache, to be in communion with you, and to never go without. Sometimes we don't know what we have until we don't have it anymore. May this be a season of renewal for your church, restoration for us to long, to long, to never be separated from you again in the sacraments, to not commit sins that can separate us from your presence to take advantage of the sacrament of reconciliation so that we can receive you in a state of grace and receive salvation in Holy Communion. And now I contemplate. I simply sit here looking at God as God gazes on me. Look at the Lord as the Lord looks on my face and delight in Jesus as Jesus delights in me. And now it's time to come up with a, a resolution. And so, Jesus, based on my time reading and meditating and praying and contemplating today, I will lean into a deeper relationship with Mary, just like John did. And Jesus, I will take Mary into my home like never before, just like John did. And I'm going to ask my mom for her prayers of intercession to teach me how to pray well during the season and to teach me how to teach my parishioners to pray well, to teach me how to fast well and to teach me how to teach my parishioners how to fast well. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, all for the heart of Jesus, through the heart of Mary.